I went to a driving range once. Not racist, really, I continue. You're alright on a single yellow, it's after 6 30. No, 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 no. Oh, go on then. Not if you know Catford like I do. Favourite revel? That's a tough one, that is. I'd have to say peanut. Hello and welcome back into the podcab. I'm Ray Black and this is Streets of London with me, Ray Black. We've got Eddie Max in the booth, a fair in the cab and places to be. So let's get cracking. Tonight's episode is... Well, you already know what it is. It's on the podcast packet. Tonight, Matthew, we're going to Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Ooh. Another one of London's icons. I mean, London is just spoiled for icons, let's be frank. Everywhere you look, it's got something that's just so distinctively London. Spend long enough here and even the things that aren't distinctively London become distinctively London by distinction. Even the modern buildings can't help but distinct themselves. I mean, they're churning out the icons these days. You've got the Shard, the London Eye, the Gherkin, the Shard. Hundreds of them. I've got a metaphor that I'm quite proud of. And it's this. If full-fat milk were nothing but concrete, steel and glass, icons would be the toast and London would be the butter because they're churning them out. No, no. Icons would be the butter, London's the toast because they're churning out the icons. Come on, Ray. Icons the butter, London's the toast. Icons the butter, London's the toast. Icons would be the butter and London would be the butter because they're churning them out, you see. But as you'll probably know if you've listened to the Shard, the new ones, well, they ain't what they say on the tin. And if you haven't listened to the Shard, well, I I can't recommend it enough. It's highly informative and we do have a couple of laughs. But Tower Bridge... Tower Bridge unmistakable, couldn't be anywhere else. When you stop to think about it, Tower Bridge is actually an incredible building. As a piece of design, of engineering, of architecture, it's it's incredible. As if London needed anything more when it's already got the Houses of Parliament and Big Ben, the Tower of London, Buckingham Palace. But, you know, we Londoners We double down. That's why they say we've got an embarrassment of riches. And oh, what's this? Yet another gem to encrust the crown. I don't know why they say that. I'm not embarrassed by it. But before we get carried away, let me warn you that Tower Bridge has a a, a colourful, you could say, chequered history. It's a history I bet you've all been wondering about wherever you're from around the world. You come from China, you come from USA, you come from Brazil. You're going to want a shifty at Tower Bridge. You know how it is. Peppa Pig, she comes to London, she'll be taking a cab over that bridge. Mr Bean, he'll be there mucking about. Oi, Bean, watch it. Jason Statham, can't get enough. It's one of his top five bridges. Number four, I believe. In fact, as far as Hollywood is concerned, anyone who comes to London, well, well, they're getting involved with that bridge. 
Usually, you know, in some kind of a life-threatening way. Which, by the way, I'm pleased to report, does not happen anywhere near as much as you might be led to believe. Anyway, Eddie, stop talking. That's enough intro. Let's get stuck in. No mucking about. He likes that. He's trying not to smile. On a side note, if you are embarrassed by some of the riches that London has to offer, do get in touch. We like a bit of debate on the streets of London. It's always good to get another perspective. Now, Tower Bridge. Caution. Advert. Garden chairs. Available for free. Collection only. Six lovely garden chairs in good condition. One of them still looks new. The others will need a wipe down. These are lovely chairs. Easy to stack and will fit into the back of a Seat Alhambra or a Vauxhall Zafira. Not a Ford car. I'm getting some new chairs delivered and would like these gone ASAP. I would get rid myself, but my number's already on the register. Garden gate will be open. Please feel free to take them while I'm at work. No need to ring the bell. Address is 16B Barclay Road, Leighton Stone. First come, first serve. That's very kind. That's real community spirit. Waste not, want not. Tower Bridge. Built in the 19th century, when there was a lot of money sloshing about the capital because, well, the empire. So they've built the Big Ben Clock Tower, the Crystal Palace, and the Sewerage Works. And in amongst this construction boom, our very own Queen Victoria, God save her, decides she wants to give a present to her fella, Prince Albert, the Prince Consort. Yes, he was German. But this was actually before we had any beef with Germany. In those days, Germans were just another country, like Magaluf or the Algarve. We didn't know they were going to go funny. But Prince Albert, well, there are a couple of things you need to know about Prince Albert. One, as we've said, he was German. Das Ding aus einer anderen Welt. Eine Vor. Die Klapperschlange. Albert Saxer Coburg Gotha. From Saxony. Or, to put it another way, not English. Not up to speed with the local culture, the lingo. Brought a lot of baggage with him. Now, don't get me wrong, we Londoners are a welcoming crew. If our Queen, God save her, says he's a good egg, he's on the team. And, and we did the polite thing, we made him feel at home. We even took on some of his traditions once we worked out his own particular, you know, inclinations. And two, how about had foibles? Odd ones. He had what some people call uh, agor, no, agrophobia, which is German for, for someone who can't go outdoors without getting a tummy ache. So he couldn't go outdoors. Not without feeling really uh, uncomfy. Yeah. Now, I know what you're thinking. We're all a bit angry-phobia, aren't we? I'm angry-phobia every time Mrs. B tells me to take the bins out. Rain or no rain. But with Albert, it was different. Turns out, he came from a big family who lived in castles in the Black Forest. 
outside, stomping around, there were trolls. Ogres. Pied pipers playing disgusting music. Say snatching up kids. Winds of change. Glory night. Cut off a So growing up in Saxony, you stayed indoors. There's a legend that one of his brothers was eaten by a troll. You can just imagine, can't you? Little album, full of the joys of spring. Bounces home from school, can't wait to get his hands on his pretzel. Pushes open the door, only to find Mutter wailing in a puddle on the floor. Vater doing his best to keep it together. He says, Albert, I'm sorry, Gunther's dead. He's been eaten by a troll. He was playing chicken with Ralph. He got too close to the troll. The troll grabbed him, <coughs> tore his limbs apart, <coughs> and then uh, decapitated him. Uh, and, and what about Ralph? Ralph's dead. Everybody's dead. Who won the chicken? What? Gunther! But it doesn't matter now, does it? Because he's dead. Now stay inside. Can I have a pretzel? No, you little twat. That sort of thing, that's with you for life. It never leaves. And that's why Albert spent the rest of his days either indoors or by the water. Trolls can't stand water, you see. I should say, I'm not an authority on uh, German political history. So, uh, Eddie, can you fact-check that? Always worth the fact-check on this kind of thing. I I mean, mean, it sounds right, but it's not my area. Also, while you're checking, could you go on Tesco.com and see the price of Malibu? They've got a litre deal on somewhere, but I can't remember the shop. Well, I can't exactly do it while I'm in here, can I? And I need to get straight out after I've finished in case it sells out. It's Malibu, Eddie. I'm asking as a friend. Anyway, who'd have thought it? Trolls allergic to water. Just like the aliens in Signs with Mel Gibson. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's a spoiler alert. That's the twist at the end of the film. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, rewind and then skip forward so you don't spoil it. Uh, Honestly, you will never see it coming. Blew my mind. He's very good, uh, Shyamalan. Very, very good. Some people say he's a shoehorner, Shyamalan. Say he shoehorns a good ending onto a bad film. I disagree. I like the one where Bruce Willis is dead. That's a great movie. Very, very funny. And then there's the other one where everybody else is dead except Bruce Willis because he's actually a superhero. That's the one with Mr. Glass. Oh, that's superb. And Mr. Glass has been causing terrible accidents for years, justifying a real-life Superman, and eventually he finds Bruce, and it's very sad because he has to go to prison because, of course, he's murdered hundreds of people. And then there's the one about the village. I forget what it's called, but it's about a village. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. And it's about 300 years ago, and there's monsters in the woods. Except it's not 300 years ago. It's today. And the monsters are actually old people 
in dressing gowns. That's the twist at the end of that film. And what they've done is they've cut themselves off from society to protect their children from crime. And when you find out, you realise that it's not a mediocre horror film at all. It's actually a stunning meditation on the mechanisms we put in place to cope with grief and anxiety in a post-war democracy. And if that's a shoehorn, then I drive a minicab. Of course, the central conceit of the remote village terrorised by monsters is directly inspired by Prince Albert's upbringing in the Black Forest, living under constant threat of death by a troll. That's why we're talking about it, because it's directly linked to Tower Bridge. Oh, Tower Bridge. Okay. So, anyway, Albie had angiphobia and he couldn't go out, but this is well documented. This is why he and Victoria had so many children. They didn't have telly in those days or jigsaw puzzles. So if you're going to be stuck indoors, there isn't that much for you to do. Eight kids they had. And no twins. So, you know, that's a good return. Everybody stay calm, it's an advert. Brown dog for sale. 50 pound, lovely dog, but more work than I thought. I have a job and I can't look after a dog at the same time. I haven't had a dog for a while, but this one really is lovely. She barks at the door, and sometimes soils in the house by the door. But she's a dog. She also scratches at the door. I don't have children, but I wouldn't recommend. And I wouldn't recommend walking her off the lead either. Lovely brown dog, £50. Collection only, because I don't drive. Rick in Lambeth. Probably should have thought that dog through, Rick. You might not have noticed, but if you look at the Albert Memorial in Kensington Gardens, you'll see that Albert is in an enclosed room. Yes, it is in a park, but it's got a roof and space for four walls all around him, locking him in. You see, that was the only way Albie felt safe, looking out at the park, thinking, These park lands are too flat and too wide and too scary. You could be attacked by trolls at any time, and from any angle. This is too exposed and must be addressed. Too much open space for any member of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha royal family to feel secure. And unless you are secure, your seamen won't swim adequately, and the royal family line is doomed. This is well documented in German scientific research. Leibniz and Euler both made this discovery simultaneously. And neither could claim it as their own. And therefore, it is claimed as Albert's theory. It is good. Avoid trolls and you will have multiple progeny. Now this sounds a bit extreme, 
But it turns out it was thanks to this foible that we Brits picked up one of our best-loved traditions. In the winter, Albert couldn't go outside to see the lovely Christmas lights and listen to the carols. So instead, Queen Vic, God save her, decided to bring the trees indoors to him and to get the children to sing at his door. And now, every Christmas, we all do the same thing in our own front rooms. She was a good wife, Queen Vic. God save her. But what has this got to do with Tower Bridge? Tower Bridge, Tower Bridge, Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Hmm, Tower Bridge. Well, the thing about Tower Bridge, Tower Bridge, is that it's the only bridge in London that lifts up. Of course it is, that's what makes it so special. But have you ever wondered why? What use is one bridge that lifts up if all the others are still lying down? Picture the scene. You've got a tall ship with fancy masts. Rigging. Maybe an emblem or two. And you're coming down the Thames, heading into London. And hello! You meet a bridge. Oh, shit! I can't go down this river. Putting bridges all over the place. Fucking must break and river roads. Fighting plants, what's the point in them? On a boat, this bridge lifts up. We're saved! And off you go a bit down river, and you meet the next bridge. It's alright, lads! This bridge lifts up too. Wait. No, it won't. You fucking prick tease. <laughs> fucking hell, bridges! <laughs> And that's it. You have to turn around and go back. What's the point in that? Next bridge is only about 500 yards upriver. What's so special about those 500 yards? If it's for shipping purposes, you know, actually bringing in heavy goods, then they'll do what I've always done, which is stick it on low boats and drag it beneath the bridges, which is, after all, the entire point of bridges. But as it turns out, the tower bridge lifting mechanism wasn't there to help cargo through at all. Tower bridge was designed to let tall ships, the high-masted ships you get on German lakes, get that little bit further down the Thames so that they could drop anchor just outside the Royal Yacht Club, which any cabbie will tell you was on the embankment side of St Dunstan's Church, which was where Prince Albert felt safer than anywhere else in London. He could sit inside his club and gaze lovingly at the ships that reminded him of his childhood, safe in the knowledge that the troll who devoured his brother wasn't about to come back for seconds. Remember, Albie couldn't travel to any of the great English tourist spots, Stonehenge, Cheddar Gorge, Scotland, which is why you won't find any sandwiches or sticks of rock named after him. But what you do find, as far as I can tell from Google, is some sort of ring for your chap and it is a piece of metal that goes straight in through your pee hole and out through Eddie do we have to mention this it's not my domain I don't want Mrs B to get the wrong idea my apologies apparently this is in fact a message from our sponsors the cock ring comes in three varieties the Prince Albert the reverse Prince Albert and the deep shaft Prince Albert 
and all of these, but in particular the deep shaft, are guaranteed to stimulate more of your partner's vaginal or anal nerves during intercourse, increase lubrication and intensify climax. Not one of our sponsors, is he? Didn't think so. And that's not the first time, is it? Right, Eddie, I've got one thing to say to you, and I'm only going to say it once. This is not one of your blue movies. It's a podcast. It's for kids. It's not one of your blue movies. Now, let's go back, delete that, and pray that nobody from Trading Standards is listening. Fucking hell. Right, so, Tower Bridge was built for Albert. The funny thing is, it wasn't called Albert Bridge because there was already an Albert Bridge in Battersea. But that isn't named after Prince Albert. That's named after Albert Bridge, the founder of the card game. Bridge. I don't play it myself, but it's popular with the old folk, and and, and so they named the bridge after him. Fair enough, I say. No judgement from me on that one, Eddie. You can think what you like. But the bridge we're talking about, the Tower Bridge... That was simply a manifestation of love from Queen Victoria, God save her, to Prince Albert. It's beautiful, really, and it gives more pleasure to more Londoners than any genital piercing ever could. But be careful. As usual with things like this, it's not all golden spectacles and angel tears. There is a creepy side that nobody likes talking about. A creepy side that here on Streets of London, with me, Ray Black... We front up to Mano and Mano. It turned out that over time, Queen Vic, God save her, wasn't Prince Albert's only admirer. Less than a hundred years later, in Third Reich, Germany, your man Goebbels was pillaging the world for inspiration and chose the pure, upward-lifting motion of the Tower Bridge cantilevers as inspiration for his horrible Nazi salute. I know, it's it's awful, it's awful. And I bet the Indians feel the same way about their funny old swastikas. But what can I say? They were a bad lot, those nasties. That's why I call them nasties. And now let's talk about something nice. You can find a cheeky London bonus, by the way, on the north side of Tower Bridge. If you look carefully, you'll see that one of the lampposts isn't actually a lamppost. It looks like one, but it's a trick. Actually, it's a chimney, pretending to be a lamppost. Take a look next time you're there. Truth is, there's a secret lavvy inside the bridge that the workmen used while they were building it, and they kept it warm with a little stove and its own chimney. Well, they liked it so much it's still there, and you can use it if you're caught short, but you'll have to know the password, and the password is... A cabbie's secret. Oh, you thought I was going to let that one slip, didn't you, Eddie? Thought you'd get your fingers in the toilet pie. Well, not tonight, you wanker. You wanker. <laughs> you wanker. <laughs> not, on, not on this fair. Uh, anyway, uh, that's the end of the trip. It's been it's been so lovely chatting to you. It, it always is. I'm going to miss you when you're gone. I really am. It gives me so much joy to share my knowledge with so many people. People are always saying to me, Ray, when are you going to write a book? 
been saying it for at least 20 years. And the truth is, I like books, some of them, but there's no book big enough for my stories. As soon as somebody told me about this new craze called podcasts, well, uh, at first I didn't believe them, but then they showed me a few. They wore my resistance down, you know, just let me feel at ease, just calm me down little by little. I knew that's where I belong. And finally I said to myself, Ray, you're home. I look forward to seeing you at the next one in which I take you to your final destination. In the meantime, take care and be lucky. But most of all, be lucky and take care. Right? Diamond. Diamond. Oh, drains backed up on Ice Street, Ken. Absolutely reeks. It's not a drain, it's Gary. <laughs> See you tomorrow, yeah?